Welcome to episode two of the Sourcing Challenge Show. In this weekly show, I'll be having conversations with sourcers from around the world to find out about their journey into sourcing, what exciting projects they're working on, and what tools they use. My name is Mark Lundgren. In this week's episode, I sat down with my teammate Kelly Myra from ThoughtWorks in Brazil, who I've had the pleasure of working with in the ThoughtWorks Sourcing Global Center of Excellence for the last couple of months, and will now be heading up sourcing for ThoughtWorks in Brazil. I asked Kelly how she got her start into sourcing. I guess I started on IT world when I was in college because I made a college here in Brazil for psychology. We have a different type of you know, college here, but when I was in the third, no, two, the second year, I guess, I, I don't know, I just had like a thing, and then I decided to go and uh, search for some IT companies. I used to work as a receptionist and I was like, I had like, a, I don't know how do you call this a scholarship, yes, scholarship. Um, and then I was, you know, trying to um, get in some IT company as a recruiter. And then I offer my work for free for some of them, like Dell or ThoughtWorks oh, wow. or server some small and mediums and the big ones here. We, I used to work on the Technopook, which is IT complex yeah. inside the university. Okay. Uh, and then Stefanini, which is a consultant company, company uh, let me, you know, they let me uh, do some sourcing, no, no sourcing, just recruiting. Then I started there and then this, this has like, I don't know, 15 years, 10 years. <laughs> and, and then when I started in EXXX, which is another company in, uh, for engineering, engineering, I have a problem with this word. Uh, I started to do sourcing because we don't have like a great bear brand and the post and pray didn't work for us. <laughs> Yeah. And then I need to, you know, just move it out and just trying to um, learn something. So I don't know, I maybe, I don't know, I think that I just thought like, um, hmm, must be another way to do that. We, we cannot just post and pray for the candidates to apply for that and not just referrals. Maybe there is something else out there. And then okay. I started to look for it and blogs and the internet in general. Uh, in English, because in Portuguese we have nothing until today. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> I no, think I'm the only You were saying that. It's like, it's basically what you're writing and maybe a few people, but most of it in English. Yeah, most of it in English. So Everything where did you that look? I learned about recruitment is, was... So where did you kind of look to get, like, what kind of blogs were you looking at? What information were you, like, did you just try it out or, or how did that work? I, I don't know for sure. I don't know if I can remember that. I think was I, I didn't uh, started with the word sourcing for sure because I didn't was aware about it. But I think I was like how to use better LinkedIn or how to find candidates or candidates in recruitment. And I started with these big words, the general words, and then I started to, you know, you know how <laughs> internally works is like you started with something and then you are in something completely different at the end. And then I started to do this for Brazil and for Peru, uh, Argentina, Chile, Ecuador, and all of these countries. It was very hard because 
you know, the Spanish is a little bit different from Portuguese, yeah. although everyone thought it's not, it's the same, but it's not, it's not the same. It's completely different. My, my English is not that amazing, but my Spanish, you don't even know. And then when I started to do real source was in, in ThoughtWorks. Yes, okay. since the beginning, yeah. And you've been here for two years now. And then I always, you know, use uh, sourcing because I believe that you cannot just sit and wait to, you know, to attract these candidates you need to. I know this is obvious, but here in Brazil, you know, all of the recruiters don't even think about it. And I think this is like scary because we don't think like that. We think we only think about communities and go to events and to sourcing on LinkedIn, like sometimes just to know, and then you don't have this kind of discipline to put all of those names or this, you know, do this whole mapping and engage them and, and create some kind of relationship in long term. We just, you know, keep searching, 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 just took it a look and then we send a the same messages for everyone and then you wait for them to you know engage to your brand like without you know any effort for you for your side so i guess this is still like this and i think in your recruitment team in brazil we had we had like great um learning about this in the last two years so i think you are better as a team not speaking just about me. What are you working on now that, that you're excited about? Yeah, I am in the global team now. I'm sourcing for the COE, the Center of Excellence in Sourcing in ThoughtWorks. Uh, and in the next month, I started as a um, sourcing specialist here in Brazil. Uh, so uh, I will be like the first sourcing, dedicated sourcing, because every uh, recruiter, um, do, we did some sourcing as well, but it, we don't have like anyone dedicated for that, that would be the first one. So I'm working on our strategy in long term, how to think about sourcing with the stakeholders. I don't know if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot just sit and make sourcing. I get, I think, I think we can, we can, you know, change the way your mindset about sourcing is working all around ThoughtWorks in Brazil. So I'm working on this. I have this, um, this deck show them what I think yeah. about it. I'm working on the, I work with the lead of recruiting here, the recruiter mm-hmm. lead here. And we are trying to put this on. I'm very excited about it. How is the, the kind of sourcing community, if there is any, in kind of Brazil or South America in general? Uh, if there was some, I'm very not knowing about, I'm not aware about it. <laughs> I'm trying to build, I guess. I don't know, somehow with my medium uh, texts and articles. Uh, but I think everyone just keep the, keep the knowledge for themselves, the companies, the recruiters, the sourcers. I started to get more um, contact with other sourcers here, like two from TopTow, for example. I guess the, the multinational, multinationals. Yeah. Say that, yeah. The Globals, <laughs> the Globals company have more of this culture. So I think, I'm feeling that it's, it's, it's growing, this, this community. I think in two or three years it will be better, but now it's just in the beginning, I guess, in person. And for you as well, where do you kind of see, where do you see this role going or where would you like to grow it into? 
um, just from you kind of personally, where, with being the first specialist sourcer in, uh, in, in Brazil and thought work, where do you see that kind of going? Do you have any kind of dream of, of what it could be or? Of course, I have a dream. I always have a dream. <laughs> I'm dream- I don't know. I think that the perfect world would be like when we, we have like as a company in Brazil, with all ThoughtWorks Brazil will think about sourcing, not only the recruiters, everyone, like the whole uh, hiring teams and the thought workers that is are part of the process, the hiring process, uh, everyone that is out there doing the speeches and sharing knowledge about technology. I think they have that look like how to talk to people and how to search for people out there and how to have this relationship, how to help recruitment to understand better what we are looking for, um, how all of the, the capabilities, how to, you know, put everything together. Like uh, what, what, uh, what the startworks want to offer to the, to the clients. And I think this, everything is linked. <laughs> Yeah. In sourcing, I guess sourcing is a part of recruitment, but I think it's not only just uh, put candidates candidates in the hiring process and just you know be like a machine that put candidate candidate. I think it's a change of mindset about sourcing that is important. And then, and then we are, I think you are late <laughs> already on that. If a company wanted to expand into Brazil or South America in general, what's the is there any kind of major differences for? for recruiting and sourcing there that they should think of? Yeah, in terms of uh, how, do you f- how, how do you find candidates and the communities? I guess it is, but I guess it's easier than outside Brazil. I guess if uh, any company wants to bring all your business to Brazil, it's, you know, a good idea. I think mm-hmm. so, because we are growing in technology. More and more people are studying technology here. And I think we had like um, great opportunities in the marketing here and to attend other countries. Brazilians like to work for companies of outside Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have like everyone goes in that uh, their events, the Congress, the Tech Congress and, 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 and to you know, to learn more and to, you know, share their knowledge. And so I think it's, we always think about the brand, the communities and uh, to mapping candidates in the market here. And I think it's, it's working better because the candidates always answer more here in Brazil than outside Brazil. I had the experience in CCOE now that I have like a lot of no answers. And I guess here we have uh, you know, because it's polite in your culture to give everyone an answer. We cannot just know ever, you know, if there is a company that wants to hire you, wants to talk to you about uh, a job, you need to answer like anything, like no thanks. <laughs> At least. Yeah, okay. I, I think that it's because, you know, in Brazil, there is, there is not that much opportunity. Mm for everyone and I think we just appreciate when someone wants to talk to you uh, about uh, a job opportunity so I think this is a part of a culture because of the reality of our market. So would it have to getting the kind of best response um, would it be best to contact people in Portuguese if possible or are they used to kind of getting in English? I think it depends I think that you know for example the uh, senior developers they probably had English uh, if they have like, I think you need to check if they have on our LinkedIn, I don't know, or resumes, if they have uh, 
in the past they have like uh, experiences in in global uh, in global companies mm -hmm. to make sure that they you know get in, in contact with English because it's not one thing that you have like a quality in your schools we don't have like a great English uh, lessons in, on the school some some okay. schools has English and some of them uh, I studied in a public school and we had in, we had English but it's not that no good English so okay I think you need to check before just to be sure but you know Brazilians are very you know like quickly and and you know just solve problems and if you don't know English you will probably be put on the trend Google translator and then you solve your problem it's like <laughs> we don't have problem for that you spoke about kind of learning different things and, and hoping you can bring that like who did you who did you learn something from in terms of recruitment or sourcing recently like, is there any kind of influences that you've had um, of having to, to look up all of this? Or is there any influences you have now that you kind of, you, you're still learning from? I guess I learned a lot. I guess, no, I'm sure that I learned a lot from my team. Monsieur, mm -hmm. I guess this last four months was like a huge change in my life, in my, <laughs> in my you know, abilities in sourcing. I am reading books. I'm reading that tech, uh, tech, the full stack recruiter. Um, I'm following Dean now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I have like some groups on Facebook. Uh, I think I learned from my team as well here in Brazil yeah. because, you know, I am, I'm in sourcing in, in COE for four months, three months now. And, but I'm, I'm trying, you know, I, I keep doing my uh, one-on-ones and meetings with my team so we can like keep close our relationship so we can learn from each other, not just me like sharing things from the COE, but also like ask them what they're doing, how did you do it and change some knowledge between us. I guess I learned from everyone. That's it. Awesome. <laughs> In terms of equipment or sourcing, is there any kind of tools that is like very specifically for Brazil, or do you think that that you're using and and other countries or other companies wouldn't necessarily use, or is it the kind of normal stack that you're using? I think that because we are a tech company, you're using the same as other tech companies outside Brazil. So we use uh, meetups and LinkedIn and Stack Overflow and all of those techniques that the sourcing from outside okay then yeah i've been reading whatever i could from your different medium posts um yeah exactly. <laughs> you Th need to put on translator every time yeah, right thanks to google <laughs> translate because otherwise i wouldn't understand much but i like that you know you got there's a few in there in english and and i like that you started you know getting some of them translated talk to me a bit about you and writing i always love to write i used to have a blog from like poetries and articles about life. I don't have this anymore because it's too much information for a <laughs> No, I think that because I had like a lot of help between, uh, between no, a lot of help from these articles outside Brazil in English. I thought maybe, you know, and I, I, I miss to have some things in Portuguese to help me up with that. So I wanted to, you know, to do something that I didn't have done for me. <laughs> I think it's kind of this 
like well there's no there's no nothing in portuguese to everyone here in brazil to improve their skills in recruitment and i also love recruitment so i think that it is best you know to talk about recruitment in a different way here in brazil it's necessary so i'm just mm -hmm. the kind of person that just think ah you need to do that okay let's do it <laughs> i can do it <laughs> that's good i mean I, I've, i've i've loved kind of reading that whatever i could read and, and get and translate and um and yeah you sometimes take for granted that especially when you're kind of used to the internet and speaking english that everything is there um but that yeah with people who don't necessarily have that that they can easily read that that they don't have a lot that they can use yeah and and you think it's not you know you think that's it's not just you know putting the translator but i guess it's it's not that easy and when mm -hmm. you don't have like a native when you when you don't are a native, a native english speaker mm -hmm. it's hard and sometimes aches <laughs> it hurts to uh read like the whole text and about something technical in english is very boring for us yeah uh, and for me it was very hard but I, i had to put like a lot of effort to improve this i guess it's really worth i think i'm different now i think i ha i am a different professional here in brazil and i had this all of this you know um recognize about it because you know i passed like many 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 hours and days and nights studying to be mm -hmm. better but i guess you know you can make it easy <laughs> for other people we don't need to suffer <laughs> that's good absolutely okay um one question that i yeah that i stole from uh, from trish and indeed um what's the biggest mistake you've made recently <laughs> a lot of the, every day i made a mistake <laughs> a mistake ah I don't know what I'm one exactly like a detail. I guess if every day I discover something new, like the little thing about recruitment, for example, these days, me and Ash are preparing to find some BDMs in North America. And, and then we put, we made our, our bullion. We set up all of the recruiting, the LinkedIn recruiter to find this. And then we click on search. They have like too many, too, too many uh, uh, candidates on the list. Mm -hmm. So, and, we, and I had like too many marketing people in there. We don't want to marketing, we want to just tech, yeah. tech sales people. Uh, and then you just forget to use like the not marketing in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and we all laugh, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that's why, let's try this. And it's solved, it, you know, it's just like, oh, it's so much better. <laughs> why you didn't? You know, I think that every day you have this little detail that you need to improve, improve, improve and change, change a little bit, a little bit in your sourcing. So when I pairing with someone here in Brazil, it's funny because they, I think they expect like we have like the whole thing building, like a sourcer is like a magic <laughs> and you just put something there and they, it's the, exactly the answer that we want to. And then I made this exercise, like this is how sourcing works you need to put one thing and try another thing and change every time until you get the thing you are looking for and you can't give up you can't think like the problem is the comp with is you know, with the computer computer or it's with the internet uh, the problem is the linkedin no it's not it's with you you need to change something and i guess this is the biggest uh, you know i think that this, these are 
the mistakes, the everyday mistakes that I made, that it's making me like better in sourcing is to, you know, to look in the other way. It's like, how is the thing that I'm looking for? And if it's not working, I'm not thinking this right. It's something that I can't change, you know. Okay, makes sense. And I just answer you with uh, something that I learned. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same mistakes as learning people. <laughs> it is. If we don't make any mistakes, we're never going to learn anything. So I'm going to be talking to a lot of different sourcers from around the world and different kind of experience. What's the kind of thing that you would like to know from other sourcers? Like what would have helped you when you started out of, of knowing from them? I guess I'm always, you know, curious about uh, tools and some techniques. So if you can find this for us, <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> we are always like looking for some, you know, news or new ways to do something. I guess it's our work forever <laughs> in sourcing mm -hmm. is to find new ways to find people. Okay. Makes sense. What's in your kind of tool stack? What's your, uh, what's your go-to tool and what would you wish you had? if that existed? I wish I had like a better LinkedIn that have everyone for sure with every contact. <laughs> <laughs> with better tools, tools on LinkedIn. That was my dream. <laughs> they have like some, you know, uh, behavioral assessment in there as well. <laughs> so we can make all of those matches. Like, uh, you know, just have some uh, Tinder. Do you have Tinder there? Do you know oh, yeah. what Tinder is? Yes. We just heard about it, right? We've never been there. <laughs> it's, it's some kind of a no-match system that makes this match for us all in one. That was my dream. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. I'm, I'm sure. Well, I know there's companies that are working on that, but yeah, it's about getting that data. I guess you, you need a company when you can merge the, the insights that Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google have and then put that all in one database. Uh -huh. um, then, then we would be we would be very happy because I think in between those three we can probably get to something which is is close to everybody with as much info on us as possible. Exactly, all the data together. <laughs> I think our <laughs> our jobs will be done by then because they don't. Yeah, they don't need us anymore. That, that's, the, that's the whole kind of discussion now as well. It's kind of like can we can an AI come and take our job or? I'm worried about it, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you study psychology, so, and that's kind of my thinking as well. It's like, you can, at the end of the day, you can teach a computer to do a lot of the repetitive things that we do and the things that doesn't take a lot of thinking. Um, but especially for sourcing, a lot of the time it's, it's a gut feeling and it's putting together information that doesn't always make sense especially when we look for developer on LinkedIn, uh, it doesn't, you know, in a normal world, it doesn't make sense to look for developers on LinkedIn because they generally don't hang out there. Um, so sometimes it's very much that kind of implicit of they might have a programming language on their skill, or we know mm -hmm. that the company they used to work for, they must have been a developer, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And that, yeah, you can make the ones where you just, you go in and you, you put something in and you take the top, you know, 20 of with people with that title and send them an email. Everybody can do that. And yes, I can automate that with a computer. Um, but I think a lot of what we do of kind of looking beyond the profile um, and 
pairing that with information that we know already or that we have you know, data on, that's the kind of thing that's going to take a long time to, to automate. And that, that makes, for, for that, I'm not afraid of losing my job. Uh, we can keep learning and we can keep pivoting slightly what we do um, mm-hmm. and taking on different things and, and specializing in different things. And I, I, for me, that's what always going to keep me working. Um, and I, I'm not afraid of any computer learning to do that because that, that takes us lifetimes to do. Um, and I don't think a computer is going to have that kind of emotional thinking that that takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm more worried about the other kind of jobs, you know, other people more than me, myself. It's like not just about sourcing, but about like what is the, how many people will lose their jobs and are we preparing them for other things? Are you mm. thinking about those people that don't have the same privilege as us? It's that kind of worry more than in sourcing. I, I agree with you completely. I think that's one good thing about our gut feeling, but it's uh, uh, at the same way we have like the bad thing about it because a human can a human cannot you know have all of the data and in in the same time in the same time no it's the same like quickly as a computer mm-hmm. yeah so we don't have that much of data that's why we have to use our gut feelings <laughs> and in another way we have like our bias that's not always is a good thing so True. i guess this is the learning about to you know balance it the gut feeling with the bias yeah but i agree with you when you say that um i cannot see like a computer do the same thing that we did like completely but I guess we can have some help with that. Yeah. I mean, if we can use it as a tool, as an assistant and become faster and yeah, take away the bias that we might have or, you know, question some of those things, then definitely I, and I see that and I welcome that. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, there's, there's always going to be a need for people who understand what it actually is the computers do. So they can explain that to people who don't know. Um, and mm-hmm. I see that, I see our role very much in that as well. It's, it's not just about knowing how to use the tool. It's about explaining to other people what the tool does um, and for <laughs> them not to be afraid of it. And I think that's going to be more and more our role as well. People want to keep in, in contact with you or, you know, read whatever you're writing. Where can they best find you? Uh, I'm on Medium. So I think it's uh, Kelly Maya. It's just yeah. Kelly Maya. And on Twitter as well, I share a lot of info about sourcing in Twitter and Medium. I guess it's that. In my Facebook and Instagram, it's all about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that personal life that we have <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Kelly. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, uh, to still having a couple of weeks of working with you. But uh, I'm, I'm thankful for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having thank me. You. Have a great weekend and it's carnival here in brazil so yay see you yeah, next i'm not, not not jealous at all absolutely no. No. <laughs> i just pretend that i'm a you know true brazilian but i don't care about carnival <laughs> as well because you know i'm a geek and geeks do what watch netflix on carnival <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for watching i'll be back next week with a new sourcing conversation this time from scotland where i'll be sitting down with Ika Yusui from Solution 7. Make sure you subscribe to this show, either on this channel or for the audio versions on iTunes and Spotify.
so you'll get notified as soon as new episodes come available.